Fig Radio, mate. Welcome, everybody. How are you feeling today? You all right? Uh, Ronnie Barber, live from the gated community. On, I think it's going to be a mixer today, isn't it? Going to be... I don't think it's going to be a good drying day. Now, that's a weather forecast, isn't it? Is it going to be a good drying day? There's only a good drying day and a bad drying day. That's the kind of service we offer here on vagueradio.co.uk. Uh, we've got an hour of radio to fill. That's okay. We're, I don't know how we'll fill it, but we'll get there anyway. Lots to talk about. I want to talk about lobsters. I want to talk about a swingathon. And it's, it is what you think it is. Have you ever picked a lobster or a fish? A celebrity bus trip is coming back. Uh, the only suggestion I've got is Wheelie Nelson. And I think I've used that before for another phone-in. Nobody said it's going to be brand new material. So you can get in touch with me. If you're listening on vagueradio.co.uk, you can send me a message through there as well, or you can uh, text me 07-849-453-587, email ronnie at vagueradio.co.uk. Uh, you can sign in if you like to let me know that you're there. Uh, a lot of people joined it yesterday, uh, thank you very much, and a lot of people listened to the podcast, which is lovely. This becomes a podcast after the show. So, uh, go back, let's go. hang on, what's going there? Wait a minute, it's going there. Sorry about this, listeners. I think it just... There we go, everybody. Just ignore that. I'll edit that out of the thing. Aretha Franklin, everybody, who's a bit early. She's still a bit early, but who cares? And she's still early. She's gone. I think that was a unique opening, didn't you? Yeah,
sorry, Aretha, I cut across you. A couple of technicals here you don't need to know about. Good morning, good morning. Uh, right, so I put on Facebook earlier on, I just came up with this phone, and uh, which I'm prone to do. I just came up there, um, uh, songs you could answer the and uh, retort or repost with, no, you're not, all right? So I, I started off with, uh, I'm, uh, I'm too sexy, and then you could reply, no, you're not. Claire Laurie said, uh, look at me, I'm Sandra D. <laughs> no, you're not. Andy Gelder, Queen. You're my, you're my best friend. No, you're not. Lorraine Gibbons, I am what I am. No, you're not. Claire Lawrence, I'm every woman. No, you're not. Steve Troop, I'm blue. No, you're not. I am the walrus of Lorraine. No, you're not. Stephen Clark, this is good. I am the urban spaceman. I am the urban spaceman. No, you're not. Uh, Andy Garth, gonna make you a star. <laughs> No, you're not. Uh, Heather says, uh, I am the beat. Uh, no, you're not. Uh, Laura, uh, lovely. I am sexy and I know it. No, you're not. Say hello, wave goodbye. No, you're not. Uh, some of these have gone, no, you can't. Come on, Eileen, says Stephen. Uh, no, you're not. And uh, I'm leaving on a jet plane. No, you're not. Uh, also as well, my uh, little thing today, could you actually, uh, could you come up with, um, other uh, people that could be on uh, celebrity uh, uh, bus trips coming back with the, that bloke as well as coming back with it. Whatever, um, what's his name? Brendan? He's coming back. So who else could we put on there? Uh, you can text me 07849453587. That's 07849453587. Uh, loads of things to talk about. Uh, the one that kind of, you know, when there's a lot of news flying around and we've got a lot of stuff happening with COVID, I, I just, I'm still bamboozled. Apparently the isolation things are going to stay until August, uh, you know, and uh, there's people listening to this program right now who are uh, immu immunosuppressant, uh, who have to isolate anyway uh, because of, you know, they can't afford to get uh, COVID. Uh, so uh, those people are still, uh, I still think they're being ignored. Uh, but what about you? Uh, are you going to stay to the, uh, the rules? But there was one story that kind of grabbed me today, which really kind of, it just knows how it works. T taxpayers could lose hundreds of millions of pounds due to Greensill collapse. You remember Greensill? Greensill was this investment company. It was a lending company, as it were. And it was the one where David Cameron was lobbying uh, Rishi Sunak to you know, see if he could, uh, the Treasury could give a bit of more money to them to keep them afloat. Greensill was the main lender to Liberty Steel, where, where thousands of jobs hang in the balance amid a shake-up of the troubled company, right? And they could lose, we could lose, oh, all right, uh, taxpayers could lose hundreds of millions of pounds uh, in loans from the collapsed financer Greensill Capital. Uh, Greensill was approved by the Treasury to lend cash to companies hit by the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, uh, even, when, uh, even when we're all applying for loans to help us get through the COVID thing, uh, you, the hoops you had to jump through, didn't you? You had to th jump through a lot of hoops to get loans. Hmm. Greensill was approved by the Treasury to lend the crash, uh, to lend the cash. It funneled £418 million uh, of government funds to firms throughout the uh, coronavirus uh, business interruption loan scheme and coronavirus large business interruption loan scheme. Uh, great, it's, so, it, as we said, it was the main uh, lender to Liberty Steel. We have thousands of jobs hanging the balance amid a shake-up of the troubled company. 
Greenso, uh, but supply chain, uh, supply finance firm, uh, Greenso, uh, which uh, Cameron, as I said, lobbied Treasury ministers and officials from the heights of the public, collapsed in March. A national audit report today lays bare the government's exposure if the firm's creditors cannot repay the firm uh, the, the loans. By October 2020, Greenso had loaned 400 million under the CLL, you know, the interruption thing. The maximum is permitted to lend, and 18.5 million under the other scheme. The government's 80% guarantee means that the event of Greensill loans not being repaid uh, the, uh, by the borrowing companies, taxpayers could lose 335 million quid. 335 million quid. That's what we could lose. Isn't that incredible? Is it? Because I don't know where we get these kind of figures from. I'd, well, I know where we get the treasure, but this idea that we would just pour money in there without really checking that companies like Greensill were up to it and could afford to do it. Uh, can I have some more plays of the songs uh, that you uh, can have replied to? And you reply, no, you're not. Uh, email ronnie at vagueradio.co.uk and you can get me on there as well. Uh, keep them, they're really, really funny, these as well. Um, what was that? I was going to suggest an one. Oh, come in a second. Uh, keep them coming. I've got uh, EastEnders catch up today. Uh, Don Kitter uh, with a big game on tonight. Uh, Don Kitter is going to come on and uh, preview it. Don Kitter, uh, Vague Radio's uh, football correspondent. Well, he's, he's every kind of correspondent. He'll be on later as well. Uh, plus, I've got some, some tunes. 07849453587. That's the phone-in line as well. If anybody wants to take part in the phone-in, I haven't done a phone-in for ages. What would you like to talk about? Green so 335 million quid that you're gonna have to have you ever tried getting a loan out of the banks? It's a nightmare.
I was trying to find some Danish groups today. I can't find it. This is the closest I can get. You're listening to uk, where we're trying to claim and champion uh, vagueness uh, for the rest of the world. Two years at a time, I'm Ronnie Parber. I'm your host. Well, that's what I like to think I'm. I'm here until uh, 10 o'clock. Only, so it's only an hour. Seriously, it's only an hour, so you don't have to kind of get too thingy. Uh, if you'd like to tell everybody we're here, that's lovely. And hello to the new ones on uh, on the radio uh, app as well. That's lovely. I'm going to have an app soon as well where you just have to press the app on your phone and you can listen to all the joys of Vague Radio. 07849453587. And you can email uh, via the Vague Radio uh, website as well. Oh, Carol's in. It's all right, Carol's here. I was wondering where she was. Reporting for duty this morning, all present and correct. Hey, Carol, how's your daughter? Carol's daughter went in yesterday uh, with stomach pains. Let me know how she got on, will you, Carol? I get thinking, well, yeah, you do. Even when you get older, you still worry about your kids. You do. Hey, listen, Sleepy Village upset by Swingathon. What? Yeah. Uh, Sleepy Village disrupted by screaming and moaning from uh, Swingers Festival. Yeah. I thought swinging had gone. I thought it finished. Uh, you know, I left it when I think at the peak of its powers, and I just thought, no, I, I, I'm not, I don't really, I'm not really feeling this anymore. That's what I like to say. Uh, so I left the swinging scene. Well, I did because, uh, you know, you can actually just, yeah, you can get so much of a good thing. And I found I was getting, you know, the other guys were getting jealous of me. So I said, enough of the swinging. Let let the ugly people have it. So I left. Um, around 400 tickets were sold for the Swingathon Festival, which took place uh, to Osby near Grantham in Lincolnshire over the weekend, with events including wet T-shirt competitions and a fetish and fetish demonstrations. Fetish? Okay, I'll test it. Let's just look at the uh, precise uh, thingy of fetish meaning. Sounds like something that I should be getting with a Greek meal. Are you having the kebab? Yeah, uh, can I have a side thing of fetish, please? Yeah, just yeah, just a bowl. I uh, just just for dipping. Yeah, I want to dip in some fetish. Fetish meaning, uh, fetish, uh, fetish, fetish. There's lots of stuff. Um, a form of sexual desire which gratifies, gratification is linked to abnormal degree to a particular object, item, or clothing, a part of the body. A man with a fetish for surgical mass, I think, is a surgeon. Um, or an inanimate object worshipped for its supposed magical powers or because it's considered to be inhabited by a spirit. Okay. So that's what your fetish is, everywhere. Anyway, the uh, the sleepy village, uh, it says here, the villagers complained about screaming and moaning. Well, you would. In the middle of the night, the last thing you... Is it like, you know, when you go to a hotel <clears throat> and you hear next door, excuse me, and you hear next door, Atta, against it. You know, some people go on all night. I never understood that. Why would you want it? You've got sleeping to do. The screaming and moaning noises came from Swingers Festival over the weekend. The neighbours who live near the fields were, were the four, day, it's four days of Swingathon. God's sake. I couldn't walk after that. Said the rural peace was shattered by wails and groans. So it's not just moaning, it's wails and groans. <laughs> I've got to write that down. Wales and Grace, I saw them at Glastonbury. Organisers of the X-rated event advertised wet T-shirt competitions, a mobile dungeon. <laughs> Sorry, I've got to read these before I do them. <laughs> a mobile dun dungeon, 
and fairest demonstrations plus a Mr. and Mrs. Swingathon contest. <laughs> oh, I've got to write these. I've got what I do the promo for the uh, <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> Mobile dungeons. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, you've got to applaud them. I mean, they don't go in half-hearted, do they? They go in full pelt. <laughs> I've got to write. Sorry, I'm waiting a second. A mobile dungeon. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> what did you do at the weekend? Oh, I was locked up in a mobile dungeon. Was it nice? Oh, it was okay. Yeah, I got loads of tricks and things shoved up my... Well, anyway, around 400 tickets were sold for £200 per couple to the event, which was held closely at Toesbier. Uh, it took th place Thursday to Sunday, and the fields were open to people who had at least three personal verifications on their Fab, wig, wig, fa fab Swingers profile. There is a profile. You've got to have a pro You can't just turn up and get it stuck into... Oh, you know, no, you can't. You can't do that, all right? You've got, to, you've got to have somebody saying, yeah, they're good swingers. I wonder what these... Yeah, oh, they're great swingers. Have you met Barbara and Bill? Oh, man, you want swinging? They too can swing. I'm telling you what. They'll leave you exhausted. Uh, unconfirmed report suggests that limited coronavirus guidelines... <laughs> well, what? <laughs> oh, dear. Unconfirmed report suggests that limited coronavirus guidelines were in place, including uh, the festival, including a lack of social distancing and hygiene facilities. Guests were not given the address of the venue until after the tickets were bought and were told they must take a lateral flow test. <laughs> 40 hours before, I would have thought other medical tests would need to be done as well before arriving. A spokesperson for the North Kesteven uh, District Council said a licence application was correctly issued for a bar, a regulated entertainment up to 11pm, and, and, and there's any application that's got a mobile dungeon in it, you've got to, up to 11pm in association with what was described as a private camping for private camping club. So long as the event is conducted within the uh, restrictions of the temporary event notice in place and a lawful manner, there's nothing more for the council to do in respect to this event. Ultimately, the event organiser is responsible for ensuring the event is compliant and runs safely. Drone images showed hundreds of swingers arriving at the sex festival. One guest said the event hidden among the fields off the A52. <laughs> Even that's funny was heavily patrolled by security guards. He said there's a lack of loose and washing facilities. Well, that's the last thing you'll need, are washing facilities. And no social distancing, so it isn't COVID safe. Everyone was asked to take a test, so that doesn't worry me. <laughs> so there you go, everybody. Uh, oh, wait a minute, I, I can't finish this now. According to the website, there was a BDSM demo. Hang on, let's... Uh, what, what is a BDSM? That sounds BD... BDSM. What is BDSM? Uh, all right, BDSM, according to uh, uh, Sexopedia, uh, BDSM is a variety of erotic practices or role-playing involving bondage. Oh, that's nice. Did you do much bondage at the weekend, Barbara? Aye, was it good? What was the coffee like? You take a cream. Uh, discipline, dominance and submission, sadomasochism. I'll tell you what I tried at the weekend. Uh, it's the first time I've ever tried. The sadomasochism was lovely. They had the uh, volavongs and everything, you know, just in between the sadomasochism. Aye, you can have it, yeah. There's some dips there as well. I didn't touch the dips. 
and other related interpersonal dynamics, given the wide range of practices, something which may, may be engaged by people who do not consider themselves to be practicing BDSM. Yeah, some people get lulled into that BDSM. You go, what? What am I doing? No, I can't be. Uh, so there's the phone in. Have you ever got involved in BDSM? Yeah, have you ever been involved in anything like that? I'd like to hear your calls now. 07849 453 587. Lobsters, swing a thon, green sill. Ronnie Barber through until 10. Uh, I'll be back with you tomorrow between 9 and 10. I'm not saying cheerio just now, but I'm just uh, saying I'll be back uh, tomorrow between uh, 9 and 10. And then on Saturday, I do 9 to 11. 
And then we have the Honky Tonk Cabin, the best of British country music with John Finch. It's brilliant. It's a great show. I put up earlier on, hyphenate your name with uh, your name with your hero. Mine would be Ronnie Morecambe Barber, because Eric Morecambe is my hero. Yeah, I put that one up there. And also I put up as well is uh, other... Um, Songs, <laughs> songs you could add, uh, song titles you could say, no, you're not. Uh, you're gorgeous, <laughs> Adrian Taylor says, no, you're not. Uh, <laughs> I've got the EastEnders catch up. I've got a really inspiring speech I heard from, uh, heard in the House of Commons yesterday, which is uh, it's just, it's just a, it, it's sad, but it's a really inspiring one as well. What else could we do? Oh, yeah. Um, this one here, talk about the coach trip. Coach trip to return with uh, tour guide Brendan Sheeran after two years off the screen. Beloved Channel 4 reality TV series, uh, Coach Trip, takes to, takes to make a comeback to our screens. You wonder how much money people like that make from when they go, you know, you know somebody who's unknown. How do they make the cash? Is it opening the, you know, supermarkets? I close supermarkets, that's, you know, when they're closing them down, get me in. And I'm sorry to say this one. Hey, Alan. Uh, Alan's just emailed me. I uh, hope you're following the signs. Yes, I am. And then he said, uh, what else did he say on the email? Uh, by the way, um, Alan says here. There we go. Let's, uh, uh, John Nickel of Tornado was talking about the swing-a-thon at the weekend. Oh, right. Is he on the radio then, John Nickel? Are you, uh, he was a navigator that captured I usually have some bants with him. Uh, Carol says her daughter uh, is back uh, a lot better. Thank she had a uh, bad dose of gastroenteritis. Well, thank you for keeping in touch with me. Uh, so anyway, uh, over here, Coach Trip is reportedly set to return to Channel Four after a, a two-year absence from our screens. The uh, British reality game show follows contestants on a lengthy screen yeah, around Europe, but they revealed they're going to start filming in September. It's like the world will be likely a little more back to normal. You think? Everything will be filmed by COVID and COVID safety and COVID nineteen safety guidelines, but the show will just look as authentic. Wear a mask if you're in a bus. You'll have to wear a mask. So I, I'd like to put that one out as uh, celebrities you would like on the celebrity uh, um, bus trip. What have you done? Have you ever done bus trips? Have you ever gone? Yeah. Um, oh, this is good. Oh, on the uh, no, you're not. Uh, Craig Beatty uh, just said, uh, "I'm in the mood for dancing." No, you're not. Sia, I'm going to swing from the chandelier. No, you're not. <laughs> I'm a Barbie girl. No, you're not. Uh, Joanna says, free falling. No, you're not. Love it. Uh, 07849-453587. Ronnie at vagueradio.co.uk. Here's your EastEnders catch-up. You try again and this time sound vaguely professional.
I can fake your meal feel good. Let's go live to the phones. Who's that there? All right, hang on. Who's that there? Can you hear me? Over. Yeah, there Oh, it's Jeff. It's Jeff, can you hear me? Oh, hiya, Jeff. Are you all right, Jeff? Yeah, I just, I just wanted to have a grocery sale for you. You know, you were talking about that BDSM. Yes, yes, yes. It's, it's, um, it's like sadomasochism, Jeff. Uh, yeah, this, oh, it's... Have yeah. you tried it? You're not kidding. You're not kidding. You've got to be careful with them. They're you... buggers. Right. They're buggers. What, what, what? They, they, took, they took my money over and over again. I, I paid for all the lessons. And, you know, week in, week out. Week in, week out, Ronnie. Yeah. And I still didn't pass my bloody driving no, test. No, I know, I know. That's terrible, isn't it? Uh, did, did you think while we were getting your testing done, uh, Jeff? That you're um, <laughs> did you think there was any strange practices when you're doing it? the three point ton? Must have been an interesting thing with BDSM. Well, yeah, Ronnie, he kept touching me gear stick, and I, I, I don't need any help. I can do it myself. Right, yeah. And, and then and then he put me into reverse, which oh, oh, Ronnie. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a really horrific. And I think Jeff, what that that is, is and, and thank you for coming on to the show this morning and and highlighting the the problems. And don't always go for those adverts. You see, you'll uh, learn to BDSM uh, within yeah. you, know, you know twelve lessons because it goes on longer than that. And and some of the practices are not always what you want. No, they're, they're not. They're not, Ronnie. And you'd be you'd be surprised. So if I was you, I'd change. Use a different company. Right. Another acronym. Right, OK. Well, uh, thank you for that. I, I gather you married your driving instructor afterwards. Yeah, his name's Paul. <laughs> oh, I can't take another... Say you're my friend, I'm at my wit's end. You say your love is bona fide, but that don't coincide with the things that you do. And when I ask you to be nice, you say you gotta be cruel to be kind in the right measure. Cruel to be kind, that's a very good sign.
with me Ronnie Barber big night tonight for the football fans as England take on Denmark in the semi-finals of the Euros there's only one man to talk to and that is our own pundit Don Kitter Don I can see in your face the excitement the expectancy of this big game Ron it's that time the big match, the big semi, the hardest semi. We never thought we'd get a semi, but now we've got a semi. A happy ending is finally within sight. Ron, I haven't been this happy since I left my second wife, Flaviora, for a Mexican dancer called Firepants. And let me tell you, like the sex pistols at a beach in a heat wave, oh, my pants are on fire. Because it's what twenty four is it twenty five years or so uh, since we uh, were last some kind of uh, semi is that right? It's absolutely that's absolutely right. It's it's been a long time and I I can't believe we're actually here. It's a it's a moment like well it's a mon- a moment unlike any other in football history. Bar the time we actually won the World Cup, all the time we got to the semis at Euro '96. This is a moment that is unique. Kane, Sancho, Rice, and the lads taking on the Danish in more than just a pastry-eating contest, which, incidentally, Ron, is happening just prior to the match, and the winner will receive a hamper of the finest pastries a man could desire. Oh, I thought it might be Danish bacon. I know you like bacon. You're a big pork man. But I do like bacon, but more about meat later on. But listen, Ron, it's been a long road here. It's been torrid, tempestuous, sometimes torrid and tempestuous journey with so much torrid tempestuosity along the way. How would you describe it, Ron? Um, Well, just, you did say it three times, torrid and tempestuous. Well, I think that's probably a bit far, but it's certainly been a journey. Mm. And this time, it's not us who are the underdogs. No, like my next-door neighbour who loves the greyhounds racing, we are putting all our money on the dogs, the top dogs. Kane. Harris, Sterling and co. And let's be honest, Ron, we deserve it. I don't want to be xenophobic, but why change the habit of a lifetime, Ron? Is Denmark even a country? Well, yes, it's it's, it's a European country. Yeah, it's been in the... What? Is it a country? It hasn't even got the word united or great in front of it. And I know what you're going to say. England hasn't got the word great in front of it. Do you know why, Ron? That's because it's a silent great with England. It's unassuming, it's subtle, Wait wait, wait a minute. Uh, Norway? Uh, Sweden? Not great. Yeah, yeah, but they, they don't have united as well, so there's... 
you know, your sort of uh, qualifications. But England, England has got great in front of it, but it's a silent great. Right, yes. Um, you were there for the Germany game, and uh, I know you met up with a few of your German friends from your days working for uh, German TV. Was it a good night for you to kind of, well, how did they take the defeat? Well, listen, Ron, uh, the Germans were gracious in defeat. Um, unfortunately, I was less gracious in victory. Yeah. So um, they're now no longer speaking to me, and that contract has ended. But listen, Ron, do you want to learn some Danish before I go? Because I'm talking about jobs I've been learning because I'm commentating for Telecast One, spelt with a K. Yes. That's the premier Danish football channel sponsored by Bacon. I never thought I'd say it for another time, Ron, but meat is paying Don's bills again. Right. Well, that's good. So, well, Do you I, want to learn some Danish, Yeah, Ron? Yeah, it'd be quite nice. Yeah, go ahead. So uh, when you're in Denmark and you hear uh, a Dane say they're surprised. They won't say holy cow. They'll say hold the hate ferry. Oh, Do you know what that means, Ron? Oh, oh, holy cow. No, it means take a whole vacation. Right. Okay. So uh, okay. listen, also you won't hear them say the blasphemous words Jesus Christ in Denmark. All right. Instead they say Milda Moses, which is gentle Moses, which is just a a lovely phrase. And the last one, Ron, there, if uh, if you see a very drunk Danishman, you say they are honeyfold, which means chicken drunk. Chicken drunk. All right. So drunk as a chicken. Drunk, We've all been there. Drunk as a skunk and a drunk as, as a chicken. Drunk right. as a chicken. Listen, if you haven't been as drunk as a chicken, you haven't lived. Anyway, listen, Ron, I better go. I've left Chris Waddle in the jacuzzi and the bubbles are on. If I don't turn them off, he'll go more Geordie. Don't 
little out of touch, little insane. It's just easier than dealing with the pain. Runaway train, never going back. Wrong way on a one-way track. Seems like I should be getting somewhere. Tonight from five o'clock on Facebook Live, Paul Stainton is going to get you warmed up for the big game tonight. Facebook Live, Paul Stainton, do not miss it, it's brilliant. This is vagueradio.co.uk. Thank you, Al, for your email. Just got in touch with via the emails, and you can do that via the vagueradio.co.uk website or just email ronnie at vagueradio.co.uk. Um, uh, Alan enjoyed uh, Don Kitter, the world's uh, premier. Um, oh, I didn't mean that as a pun. Uh, world's premier uh, sports and football pundit. Uh, more stories to do. Oh, this is good. Uh, on uh, Twitter, Greg's had just gone, uh, face, uh, what's it? He said, uh, we are the champions. No, you're not. On Facebook, Joanna uh, Cooper says, uh, playing with fire. No, you're not. Flying without wings, says Craig. No, you're not. <laughs> Joanna McGowan Cooper says, right here waiting. No, you're not. Burning for you. No, you're not. Lovely stuff. Keep them coming in. 07849 That's if you want to get on the programme as well, like Jeff did uh, when he came on. Uh, he's really very, very interesting. And, and, and that's a, a salutary warning for everybody who's thinking about taking up the BDSM uh, for lessons. You know, maybe, maybe think on, you know. Um, woman feels fizzing in shoe. This is my animals attacking us. Remember yesterday it was the snake that uh, bit the man on the toilet, the, in the toilet. On the genitals in the toilet. Woman feels fizzing in her shoe and screams when she finds leech sucking her blood. I used to work for the BBC. That came to mind. Zoe in Australia shared a video on TikTok of her discovering the blood-sucking creature under her socks as viewers offer sympathetic messages. A woman who felt this fizzing in her, her, her leg was horrified to lift up her jeans and find a leech was sucking her blood. She's from Australia. And uh, the video was watched more than 50 million times. Zoe felt a strange sensation in her foot. In the footage, she pulls up her jeans, looks at her sock, and screamed, Oh my God! What? No, it wouldn't be that one. It'd be, Oh my God! There's a, there's a huge lamp? There? Ah? Is that Australian? Zoe then panics and screams again before saying, I don't want to look! Sure enough, she did look. She pulls up her sock and finds the chilling sight of fresh blood dribbling down her leg. When she moves the sock more, she sees a slimy leech sucking at her blood. She then screeches, well, so you would. Uh, it's a leech screech. Zoe then screeches in pure terror and lets go of the sock. A male friend intervened to flick the creature. I thought you had to burn them off. Anytime you see it in the jungles, you have to burn them off. Zoe then picked uh, up the leech with a piece of tissue. And uh, Zoe, uh, viewers who watched it, the 50, mil 50 million viewers, 
said uh, they were very sorry for Zoe, with many saying they would have screamed more or fainted. One user commented, this is so terrifying. This is so terrifying. I'm sorry I had to go through this for real. Got to watch Neighbours more. I don't think I would ever recover mentally, confessed one second viewer. A third user wrote, I have, uh, I have passed out, to be honest, to be honest. If you all think that's a crazy action, let's hope this never happens to me. You do not want to get leeches. That's why I live the, all over this country. I don't think we get leeches. Joanna McGowan Cooper says, I love rock and roll. No, you're not. That doesn't quite fit in there, but I'll take that. And uh, what was the other one? Uh, oh, cricket, we're getting some really posh entries. Football's coming home. No, you're not. <laughs> Neil Diamond, I am, I said. No, you're not. Martin Smith says, I feel pretty. No, you're not. Ronnie at vagueradio.co.uk and uh, you can join us as well. I'm going to put this up as a podcast later on uh, so you can uh, take it your time and listen. It. But don't forget tonight, I'm not on uh, doing a Facebook Live tonight because uh, Stainton is doing the big one uh, and quite rightly so. It's uh, England's chance to get into the finals of the Euros. And I will be shouting for England. I will because I don't know anybody Danish and I don't know any Danish uh, groups either. So good luck, everybody. Vagueradio.co.uk Ronnie at Vagueradio.co.uk Tell your friends, everybody.
Ronnie Barber's fully formed on vagueradio.co.uk. Vague Radio, go there. And you can come and join us every Monday to Friday, 9 till uh, 10. And then on Saturday, I do a two-hour show, which is really kind of uh, competitions of just music and, and talk and talk and roll. That's what we do. Uh, Chris is just uh, Chris Payne has just got in touch with, via the email. Uh, Ronnie, is it too late to get a stall at the Swingathon selling Viagra? Yeah, what you would think that would be the thing, wouldn't it? That you'd be able to buy Viagra over the counter. I've got a joke about that. You want a joke? A man walks into the chemist. He goes, uh, uh, do you sell any of that Viagra? And the chemist says, I've got loads. Look, full shelves. He says, uh, can you get it over the counter? He says, yeah, if you take two Viagra. Anyway, uh, Alan sent me a new message as well. What's this one here? Uh, on the emails. <laughs> yeah, it said Don Kitter. Uh, you, you know, he was talking about a, a semi earlier on. And let's not... Uh, I won't, I won't do a toothpaste for leeches in Malay, Malay jungle. What? Was that, that what you used uh, to get rid of le leeches is toothpaste? Oh, my goodness. I should have asked earlier on whether anybody um, knew anything about, uh, you know, Danish music. And we could have played a song for them to, I don't know where we should. It's going to be a big night. Uh, Stainton will set you up from five on Facebook Live. Do not miss it. Here's the last story for you. Air V&V, sold out flights start from Taiwan to Guam for vacation and vaccination trips. Oh yeah, you get a vaccination trip. About 170 people, still uh, some, some wearing hazmat suits, were first to fly to the Pacific Island for a holiday with a COVID twist. That's 170 flew there. The sold out flight was a package holiday with a COVID dubbed Air V&V vaccination and vacation. Guam is capitalising its abundance of vaccines to revive its tourism industry, and Taiwan residents are the first customers. Guam is a US territory, territory in Micronesia. The island is fully vaccinated for about 75% of its adult population. Taiwan is suffering major shortages, uh, so the first uh, Air V&V tours for carrying 439 travellers have sold out. This programme captures a unique demographic. They will have a shot in the arm to our... See, they'll give a shot in their arm to the tourist industry through this unique and valuable service, offering more opportunities to put our people back to work and get the economy rolling again. So you can go abroad. You can go to Guam. Is it, is it Guam? Is it Guam? Yeah. It, it, you can go to Guam and get a job as well as have a holiday. But I don't know. I'm not. I don't know where to let them know that it's not supposed to work that way. You're supposed to, you know, have a couple of weeks at least when you're supposed to kind of uh, get the best of it. So it takes two weeks to do it. Hey, thank you very much for listening. Thanks for emails and your text. This will be up later on as a podcast at uh, on Anchor FM. I'll show you. I'll give you all the pointers on Facebook. Uh, thank you for listening today. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow. Hopefully, I'll be singing the praises of England as they've qualified for the uh, the Euro finals. Have a good day. Look after yourself. I'm away to the shops, and then later on, I'm getting my hip assessed for a hip transplant. Replacement. It's not a transplant because that's a different thing. I'm getting. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, I'm going to get a new hip this time, 2025. Something like that. Have a good one, and you're going to contact me. It's Ronnie at vagueradio.co.uk. Thank you, Don. It's lovely to hear from Jeff today as well.
can't say something nice about your neighbour move. 